Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, we're joined by Grace, who will tell us all about her improvisational journey. We'll play a couple games and most importantly, learn how she improved her life. Let's hit it. Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lee Evans. And on today's episode, we are joined by the incredibly talented ping pong extraordinaire, champion of hunger, conqueror of behavioral tendencies. It's a rough one. What? Grace! <laughs> Grace, thank you so much for joining thank us you. today. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Good. All right. All right. Um, if you were to rate that introduction on a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? Uh, like a negative two. A negative two. Okay. So that I didn't was, even get that on. That was weird. Yeah. I didn't even get on the scale. No, I'm kidding. It was an eleven. Okay, sure. eleven. I eleven was, out of a hundred. <laughs> more like two hundred out of a hundred. Oh, okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. All right. Uh, so, Grace, thank you so much for joining the show. We're so happy Thanks to for have having you here. Me. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, before we jump into things. What's your relationship to this old, this old thing, this old place? Um, well, it's pretty interesting. So I met Dan Rosenfeld, as you know. Mm, friend of the pong. show, friend Dan of the Rosenfeld. Show. He's an yeah. amazing improviser. Yeah. So I met him at Ping Pong and mm-hmm. he invited me to a show. So I saw it and I loved it and I loved everyone there. And I decided to sign up. It was like back in August, I think. Okay. Like yeah. that night that I saw the show. Dang. And I loved it. And, That's awesome. And then I realized I needed to sign up more than once. So now I'm taking mm-hmm. it on Saturdays and Tuesdays. Ooh. I can't get enough of it. Yeah. It's, it's so that. much fun. I feel that. All right. So um, during your time, right, you said Saturdays, Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. What, like, teachers have you had classes with? I've had mostly Matt. Okay. And Ava. Heard of him. Heard yeah, of him. Heard of Matt. Yeah. yeah. Ava, great. Matt, They're still new. Great. We're seeing how things turn He's out for okay. him as a teacher yeah. here. Yeah. We're like... We're going to evaluate him at the end of this year. And Not that see, essential. Yeah. See if we no. want to keep him on board. He's yeah. going to, like... Fire me from his class. <laughs> it's okay. He'll come for me first. I'm enabling this. No, uh, man, we love you. No. <laughs> no, but that's really cool. So you've had Matt, you've had Ava, mm-hmm. and like you were like, I dig this so much. I'm gonna do it twice. And I had Liam once. Liam, He's awesome. Yeah. Liam Clancy, mm-hmm. also friend of the show. He's great. Yes, wearer of hats, owner of vests, reader of books. Reader that's of books. Liam. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that that's some things to describe Liam. Uh, that's really cool. So you've had a few different teachers during your time here at IFTP. Um, you probably learned a lot. We're going to get into that more in a little bit. Okay. But I love that you came to a show and that night you were like, eventbrite.com. Literally, I'm I was signing like- up. <laughs> Which, it's very strange. I was thinking about it. Before coming here, I had not used Eventbrite that much. Mm. And now I use it all the time. <laughs> It's awesome. And I'm like, wait, what? what is this platform that I had no familiarity with? And then now, like every show or anything that it's I go everything. to, both IFTP and not IFTP related, it's on Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. Where did this come from? I don't know. They, they must be raking in so much money. Right. Like, because, you know, they're not at the Ticketmaster level of charging fees, mm-hmm. but they're getting like, what, you know, like a dollar, two dollars on every transaction. They must be killing true. it. Killing they must it. be killing it. I gotta make my own ticketing platform. What am I doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? I'm sorry, stop the show. You're I, in the wrong profession. Grace, I have to go. Okay. I have, I have well, to go it's make nice talking to you. Uh Michael tickets, something yeah. like that. Um <laughs> that's great. I'll work on it. I love it. That, that's a it's just a, like a beta title right now. We'll we'll see if I change it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so before <laughs> we get into talking about improv Grace, we gotta play three things. Okay. All right. So I've done some digging as I always do. Uh, most guests of the show find that they receive an Instagram follow request about uh, an hour to two hours before they come on the I was show. Like what a coincidence. Yeah. It's how, it's how it always is because I pretty much, I get here a little early. Mm-hmm. I sit down and I go, all right, Google, what do you got for me? And then I just start searching. Um, yeah. So that's how it goes. Uh, just by first and last name. And uh, you know, I usually hit up the old, the usuals, the LinkedIn, the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram, I don't search TikTok too often. I just yeah, I'm not uh, on there. So. I don't know. That's a weird platform. It's weird. Got my thoughts, but that's for another time. Yeah. <laughs> so Grace, I've done some digging, uh, and oh, thankfully you gave me a gracious. Uh, you accepted my follow request, knowing the consequences. I, I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, any questions about three things? Uh, I feel like you no, probably got it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. So here we go. 
These are three things. First category, skills you would put on a LinkedIn page. Ping pong, I don't know. One. <laughs> One. Um, um, French. Two. Um, oh. Farsi. Three. These are three things. Next category. I wasn't supposed to do that yet. Uh, best <laughs> French words. Uh, merde. Um, One. <laughs> One. Um, uh, aujourd'hui. Two. Hier soir. Three. <laughs> very nice, very nice. All right, last category. Musicians you'd invite to your birthday party. Ooh. Good question. Musicians that invite me. I feel like I have to say Taylor Swift. One. One. Mm. Oh gosh, this is so difficult. Um, I'll just say random things that come in my head. Okay, okay. Lady Gaga. Two. And Ooh. Beyonce. Three. These, These are, are three things. things. Oh my gosh. All right, we'll we'll come back to that last okay. category because that was dope. Okay. <laughs> um, so skills on your LinkedIn page. Uh, you have a lot of skills, Grace. Do I? Uh, from looking at your LinkedIn page, you have upwards of 10 skills, at least listed on there. So you probably have more skills that you don't even list. Probably. Okay. So I was trying to think, do you, are you a speaker of multiple languages? I, yes. <gasps> so kind you, of. So you're, you're like a polyglot. Kind of. Trilingual? <laughs> kind Farsi, of? French, French, and you've been killing English right now, so. Am I? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. Thank you. So that's like one I know, at least for sure. Mm. And you listed some French yeah. words. So hopefully they make sense. Yeah. I mean, I knew that first one for sure. Because yeah. <laughs> it's it's similar in Italian as well. That oh, one. okay. What is it in Italian? Wait. It's it's shit, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's the same. I feel like it would be no, merde. Yeah, it might be merde. Merde. I don't know. I was in a show once and we it was in the script or something. Oh. <laughs> this is an Italian character and, you know, trying to be sneaky. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, boy. <laughs> the, there's a cognate in Italian. There you go. Okay. I like that. All right. So you have many skills. Um, you listed Farsi. Mm -hmm. You listed table tennis. Mm -hmm. and, oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. What was your third skill? Uh, French is what I... French. Okay. What you, you said already. So two yeah. languages and ping pong. Do you ever um, say, like, trash talk your opponents in multiple languages during ping pong? Mm. No, we just say it in English right to their face. Mm. So Dan is my doubles partner. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we just <laughs> make them feel so bad. Lower their confidence. Ooh. Mm. Can you give me an example of some trash talk you might throw out there on the uh, at the co at the table? At the table? Yeah. Like to our opponents? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh gosh. It'll be a combination of like, you suck and like, things like that. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then Dan will say something like, uh... Are there turtles present? Because I just snapped that ball. <laughs> and we'll just be laughing the whole time. Oh it's the best gosh. time. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> turtles it's present. like the best part of the week. <laughs> that sounds yeah. pretty awesome. How often do you play, would you say? Um, Tuesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're pretty good, I would say. I You're like level 3,000. Right. I don't think anyone in the U.S. is at three thousand, but that's okay. my dream. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what that means. It's uh, really good. Is there like a hierarchy, <laughs> like level, like is it like how do you rank table tennis players? Is level three thousand a real thing? Yes, and <gasps> I don't think anyone in America is a level three thousand player. No, not I you. I will. I will one day be. Okay. That person. Okay. So future level three thousand table tennis extraordinaire Grace. Mm -hmm with us tonight on her road to 3000 i won't forget you thank you thank mm -hmm. you i so many do you know, after <laughs> oh, they're no. on this show they ascend to greater heights oh my gosh and they won't remember the first time they were on that a podcast thank you i yeah. appreciate that you know remember your roots i will <laughs> you know remember your roots all right grace moving on to that next category uh the best french words i should have asked farsi as well dang it uh you can ask me now if you want. Okay. Can you give me three Farsi words that you like as well? Ooh, nice. Um, Rashang and Khubi. Yeah. All right. So both your French words and your Farsi words, can you translate for me? Because oh I'm unfortunately monolingual. Khushka <laughs> <laughs> means pretty. Rashang also means pretty. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Just different ways of saying it. Okay. Okay. Um, and then Hubi is like, uh, how are you? Sort of. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Sounds like word. a nice greeting. Like Hubi. Yeah. Like, Hubi. Yeah. 
It's like casual. How are you? Yeah, that's nice. Is there like a, in Farsi, is there like a, an informal and a formal? Yeah. Okay. Like Spanish. Cause I know like there's usted and then. Yeah. I guess you could say like hubasti or you can go on and make it. It's like Shakespeare level. Oh, wow. I'm not there yet, but. That's pretty cool though. (laughs) It's be like. Yeah, uh, so I address some people at the Shakespeare level, but not most. Not most. <laughs> not most. They're not ready yet. Yeah. yeah. They don't deserve it. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I think more languages, like English, English needs a Shakespeare level. Mm. I mean, I guess it has it. Yeah, it's Shakespeare. Shakespeare yeah. But not, nobody. No one uses least, it now. In America, we're pretty lame, so like yeah. we don't have that. We just use it at, at, at IFTP. Uh, yeah, Sometimes I guess that's true. The, the yeah, we ascend yeah. our scenes to Shakespeare level. All right, that's pretty cool. Do you remember your three French words besides merde? Um, I think I said hier soir and aujourd'hui. <laughs> that means last night and today. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't know okay. why that came to mind, that's but it good, did. Though. I mean, mm-hmm. it sounded great. You had me, you had me. <laughs> All right. If, I don't know where I'm going with that question. <laughs> if, that's okay. I'm not sure. All right, moving on to that last category. <laughs> now, I chose this because... Mm-hmm. Uh, after a brief uh, flyover view of the grid, right, your Instagram mm-hmm. grid, I like getting like the vibes of people's grid. Mm-hmm. And yours was, I picked up on, I was like table tennis, mm-hmm. what appeared to be cool groups of friends doing different cool activities such as rock climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw a couple of music related things on there. Mm-hmm. I think I saw John Mayer. I'm not a huge John Mayer fan. I just, <sighs> yeah. But aren't we all just waiting? I just went to the. We're waiting on the world to change. <laughs> we are. Thank you. That's the only John Mayer song I can name. No, Gravity. Gravity. Okay, I know two John Mayer songs. Nice. Okay. But you wouldn't saw him live because he's a good musician. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he plays a a mean guitar. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't know much else about him. That's about it. Yeah, Yeah. that's about it. Okay, so at your birthday party, Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift's going to be there. Taylor Swift, yeah. Lady Gaga and Beyonce are going to be there. That sounds like a good crowd because like Lady Gaga and Beyonce, they could perform Telephone. This is so smart. And then maybe they could work with uh, Taylor on a collab. My mind is blown. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Now I have a Taylor Swift question for you. Uh, A recent debate that's rocking the internet. Are you, would you consider yourself a Swifty? Define Swifty. Uh, Would you defend Taylor Swift in the Twitter replies? No. Okay. So you're just like, (laughs) yeah, I enjoy Taylor's music. Okay. Now I personally was a Taylor Swift hater, but then I listened Mm, to her, her most recent album. Mm. and I liked it. And I was like, well, I guess my... Damn it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I guess it's over for me. That's I'm... how I felt about Harry Styles. In mm. One Direction, I was like, no. Yeah, not into it. No. Everyone else likes him. I can't like him. Yeah, yeah. And then, what, he made an album about his house? And... Here we are. Some good songs in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of his acting. Oh, but yeah. if he sticks to music... <laughs> We're good. Yeah, go for it, Harry. All right. Uh so do you think Taylor Swift, is she good? Or like, I'm trying to ask. In her relationships, you know, Taylor's career has been, uh, let's say, she has a legacy of being in a relationship, breaking up, and then putting out an absolute banger of an album. <laughs> like, that's kind of the Taylor Swift cycle. Yeah. Do you think Taylor Swift breaks up with her boyfriends or like her, her relationships end because she feels the pressure to put out more music? No, because I think she could write about her relationship and how well it's going and mm. other things like that. Like that an actually relatable. happy album yeah. <laughs> versus like my heart. Yeah. Because I, I wonder, you know, like every artist has their process and like mm-hmm. maybe Taylor's just so deep into it at this point. Maybe. And like, it's not her fault. Like, it's just like. She just does it. Automatically. Yeah. And she's just like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Well, time to write maybe. about it. Yeah. Goes platinum again. <laughs> like She's like, dang it, it went platinum again. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's wild. All right. Can you give me. We're going to move on after this, but give me one song that you like from each of those artists. Um, I think from Taylor Swift, my favorite is Cruel Summer, which isn't that famous. Yeah, I don't know that one. Okay. Um, Lady Gaga would be, I'll say Poker Face. Okay, classic. And then Beyonce, I would say, I'll say Halo. Halo. Halo's a good I like one. Her, old, her old music. Better, yeah, yeah. yeah, like everything you own in the box to the left. That's a classic. That's exactly like, how she sounds. Yeah, yeah. that's. I'm known for my Beyonce impression. Mm-hmm. That's like people often book me for parties. I see that just for the voice. Can you but, actually come to our to my party? Yeah, I might be able to fool Lady Gaga into doing That'd telephone. Be cool. Hi, I'm married to Jay Z. Made an album about it. Album. <laughs> now untitled. 
<laughs> That's the best I can do. Wow, it's like she's here with us. Uh, all right, Grace. So that birthday party sounds amazing. So um, happy birthday. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> I would hope that they'd each bring great gifts because they are quite wealthy. Mm. Like Beyonce and Jay-Z, I mean, they're like billionaires, right? So, I think so. Yeah, they, they got it going on. So if they don't, That would be, be sad. Like they would be uninvited. It's like, I mean, they don't have to spend like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, but you know, they got to do more than like a, a $25 gift card to Red Lobster. They would leave the party. Yeah. They'd be escorted out of the party. Yeah, It's kind of yeah. like, not okay. Yeah. I know you can swing something like a little more. So yeah. I'm talking at least 50 bucks. At you know? least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Um, all right, Grace. So, we could talk about Taylor Swift, the, her legacy. Whatever you want. Um, for the rest <laughs> of the evening. Because she's such a polarizing figure to me, even <laughs> really? in my own life. But uh, we're going to move on from that. Um, improv. That's why we're here. So, Grace, I want you to tell me mm-hmm. about the first time in your life you you learned about improv. Mm-hmm. You not necessarily performed it or did a class or whatever. Just like someone was like, improv. Mm-hmm. You learned about it. When was that for you? I don't know, like, a specific day, but I always mm. knew about it. Give me the date. I oh, want the gosh, calendar like 2000, date. 2008. Yeah, um, okay, good year. Good year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I basically always associated it with being cringy. Mm. <laughs> and when I went to my first show here, I was like, Dan, wh- like, what are you and getting are you me be- into? This is going to be horrible yeah. and yeah. whatever. Let's just go play Pong. Like, Yeah, let's just go play Pong. Yeah. But then I got there, and I'm like, it's everything. Mm. That I thought it wasn't it's amazing. I yeah. love it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that was my experience going into it. Just totally mind blown from. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. okay, this is not cringy. It's actually, really cool, and yeah. I think everyone should do it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's a huge perspective shift. Why do you think you, like, where did that idea of like cringy improv is cringy form? Was it just like high school or growing I think up? So I think you have this image of the theater kid and them being annoying mm. and all that and yeah. you just don't want to associate with them. And <laughs> yeah. Now I'm one of them kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Oh, you did improv. So yeah. like you're in, Yeah, like, you're in. it's, you know, improv is an extension of theater, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I can think of you know, those kids. Can I get a one word suggestion? <laughs> Anything? It's like, no, yeah. go like, away. <laughs> have you seen um 22 jump street? Oh yes. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. Though both those movies are oh, yeah. so solid. Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill, amazing tandem. Amazing. But I think about in the in 22 Jump Street, right? The where they go to the improv show, oh, yeah. and I'm just like, <laughs> and then Jonah Hill goes up there and does the, the spoken word improv, <laughs> kills me. But um, I think a lot of people have that impression of basically that's what it's like. Just mm. horrible suggestions from the audience, really bad work on yeah. stage. Which, you know, improv can be like that. It's true. Not a, here though. Not here. Never here. Not yeah. Not at this place. Not yeah, at Iftipa. No. We do it right. <laughs> So growing up, because you came to a show here and you were like, mm-hmm. sign me up, you mm-hmm. mashing that event right button. But were you interested in performing or theater or no. any arts or stuff growing up? No. Not I feel really like your anyone jam. that knows me is very surprised that I do this. Yeah. I'm very introverted mm. and like, oh my gosh, I would just, if I was in a you know room full of people, I would just go hide in the corner and yeah. not want to talk to anybody. And yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. And like, then- I just realized as I started to do improv, I sort of came out of my shell and I'm a lot more social. And now when people find out that I'm an introvert, they're like, what? Like, you're so like, you're talking to everybody and you're, you know, Mm. introducing yourself to everybody. How is this possible? So, yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's a huge shift. So like as a kid, you're like, keep me away from those cringy improvisers. (laughs) Don't let me near them. Don't let me near them. Also, it was just like, I could never do that, you know? Mm. It was yeah. always a fear until you just go up on stage and perform. It's still scary. Matt knows that I still, you know, yeah. not too excited to go up. Scary, <laughs> but like once I'm there, I have fun. Yeah. It's like you get sad and you're like, all yeah. right, like I enjoy this. I'm doing better at that though, I, I hope. Yeah. It takes time. It takes time. And I think that can be a huge shift too of like going from like, nah, this ain't for me to like, all right, you're pushing yourself every time you're here, mm-hmm. which I think is good. Everybody is a little bit because- Improv is scary at the end of the day. It's yeah. a scary thing. It's super scary. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this this dude from uh, Ping Pong is like, hey, come see this cringy show with me. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, all right, I all right. guess we'll go check yeah. it out and go see what these losers yeah. have going on. <laughs> and um, 
do you remember, and I know this was like a little while ago, right? Last August, so like August mm-hmm. 2022. Was there any moment in particular in the show where it clicked for you or just like right away you were like, okay, this is it? I just think by the end of it, mm. I was so amazed and I felt so good. And mm. I, I think it was because I was laughing so hard. I couldn't control my laughter. My cheeks were hurting mm. and I just wanted to feel that all the time. Yeah. So, and that's what it feels like when I'm in class, yeah. I'm just laughing so hard, having the best time. So yeah. I think it occurred to me at the end, the very end of the show. Yeah. And I'm like, this that's is amazing. Awesome. I wanted to keep going. You know? Yeah. You're like, I'm in, I'm doing this. Yeah. All right. So you sign up. I sign up. You go to your first class. Mm-hmm. How did that class go? It was pretty nerve wracking because mm. I have this anxiety disorder uh, called agoraphobia. I don't know if you know what that is. Um, phobia means the fear of, and I know I've heard of it because I'm like, but I, I my Latin's not doing so hot right Most now. Most people haven't heard of it, so don't okay. worry. It's like I developed it during COVID. I fainted mm. one day, woke up, and then um, basically it's a fear of going outside or feeling trapped mm. kind of all the time, even yeah. in an open space. Yeah. And just wanting to go back home. That totally makes sense with COVID. I mean, we didn't have a choice yeah. for a while. Um, so I was really anxious going to yeah. a class here because I was still, you know, like really having panic attacks still. Yeah, absolutely. Things were pretty bad. And oh my gosh, improv has helped me so much with that. Mm. I actually was thinking about starting an organization that combines improv and people that have um, high anxiety levels like me because it mm. has improved my life so much. Yeah. Anyway, that wasn't your question. Um, <laughs> no, but no, what? no, this so is I was great, anxious. Though. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think I warned Ava, I'm like, sorry if I randomly leave class. It's not because the class wasn't good or anything like that. I just have to leave because I can't handle it. And yeah. yeah. And I think, I mean, just hearing that, like to push yourself to come mm-hmm. to this class, even that's a huge step to take when you're, yeah. when you're feeling that way. I mean, I think COVID changed all of us, you know, in a lot of ways. So like you being able to be like, Hey, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this. That's yeah. That's awesome. Like even this interview is kind of like a huge thing for me. It's yeah. exciting that I can just sit here and talk and have fun and not yeah. worry about escaping or feeling yeah, anxious. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad you're here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> absolutely. So you came into Ava's class, you mm-hmm. talked to her about it and you, you push yourself, which is, I mean, if you can do that, you can do improv grace. So yeah. right off the bat from showing up to your first <laughs> class, you already showed you had the, what it takes, right? Yeah. You had the stuff because you were already there. I just right? had a yes and. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah. And you were doing that before knowing what yes and yeah, was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So let's say, let's talk about maybe your first month, couple months, right? Mm-hmm. What were, like, thinking back, uh, what were some of, like, the lessons you, like, picked up on or were, found yourself learning or maybe your expectations changed about what improv was? I think one thing that changed a lot was I felt like um, my classmates or peers were going to judge me. Mm. a lot and um like you know i'm not good enough i you know they've been here longer than me they're seasoned improvisers especially in the wednesday class which is kind of where i evolved into i was the only one that wasn't you know professional Mm. a lot of bullies in that class trust me oh my gosh especially dan yeah Uh, just and that guy the worst he brings his ping pong paddle with him to class and and hits you if you do bad at improv the worst yeah very rude um, but I thought that they were going to be super judgmental <laughs> and they were so supportive and, mm. you know, like loving. And even if I messed up or whatever, you know, I, I didn't feel bad about it. And I just knew that they wanted to see me succeed. And, mm. you know, so yeah. that definitely uh, changed as I c- continued doing improv here. Yeah. I just felt safer. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like you built the reps and you got, you got to know your yeah. classmates more, just everything about it. Your the level of comfort and, and safety. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. Safety especially like in any class. And I think particularly these types of classes where no matter what, at some point you're going to get up there in front of everyone multiple Mm -hmm. times. Like you got to be able to feel safe. Exactly. That's already such a rough thing to have to do. Right. That's why I love those trust, trust exercises that we do in class where Mm. Matt has us go like, you know, and we're, we have our eyes closed and we just have to walk around Yeah, and then people kind of like push us in the right direction, things like that. Cause it just trust is so important and safety Mm -hmm. And improv, so yeah, you're feeling safe. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's really cool. So just during that time, so you're coming up on like, eh, we're, we're a few months, like four months away from your one year IFTP anniversary. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'll have to celebrate that too. You will. Duncan Candles, Taylor Swift. Taylor. Beyonce, Lady Gaga. All of them. All the, we'll, we'll get them on board. Mm. I mean, I know Beyonce, as you, as you heard right, <laughs> earlier, yeah. she was with us. She was with us. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> so you're going to classes. You're slowly like getting into a warming up. Um, during your time here, right? Let's say you're eight months here so far at IFTP. Were there oh exercises <laughs> you were like, I vibe with this. And then other exercises you're like, nah, the same for me. Yeah. Um, I prefer the short form a lot more than mm. long form. Short uh, form. Okay. I, I just like when things go quickly and yeah. I think quickly and when eventually I just run out of ideas and I don't know how to carry on with a scene without it getting boring or mm. I don't know what to do. I'm not at that level yet where I can, you know, do long form and for it to still be interesting mm. and not feel scared about it. Um, so yeah, definitely. I like short form. I like just the exercises that we do. Yeah. Like zip zap zap is just so fun. <sighs> I love zip zap zap. So, so simple. Some people yeah. hate on it, but you know what? I will, I will defend zip zap zap with my life. I thought it was cringy too at first. I was like, yeah. 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 Like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah. Uh, sounds kind of lame. Kinda gross. Yeah. 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 But it kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad, I'm <laughs> glad we got two zip zap zap fans in the house right now. <laughs> Cause there's not a lot of us out there. So, uh, if you like zip zap zap, know that you're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. There's an ar- there's a whole army out there. That reminds but- me also monologues. <laughs> mm, <laughs> scary. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally like them a lot because it's just fun. I mean, I like doing them and like watching other people too because it's just, oh yeah, it's fun just to force people out there and be like, you have a minute, go. Go, yeah. Man, just <laughs> it's like, fun to watch, not really perform mm, for me. Fair, fair. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite short form game? Like you hear like, oh, we're doing that tonight. Ooh. I'm in. Is Armando a short form game? Armando's actually a long form. Is it? Yeah. I don't feel like it is. Yeah, it? it's like. Because you like clap in sort of. Yeah, so it's. It's a long form form, but it's made up, I guess, of a bunch of short scenes, right? Okay, so well, that's like a perfect combination. It's a hybrid, really. Yes. Yeah, it's a hybrid. I think I, I love it because you get to know more about people and yeah. just find out these you super get the surprising monologues. things. Yeah. You get the monologues, but they're short and you're talking about yourself, so it's not something you don't know about. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah, I'm, those are fun. I, I like the Armando a lot. It's one of my favorite things to do. I think at camp... It was cool. We got to do that a lot. I never went to camp. I want to go to camp. You got to go, Grace. I'll go this year. It's like, I went, last year was my first time going and it was awesome. That's what I heard. It was just for the s'mores though. Uh, The the improv stuff. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really care about all that improv stuff. I was just like, I like camp food. It's not important compared to the s'mores. Yeah. S'mores were peak, peak. Peak s'mores. Yeah. Okay, bring it back, bring it back. <laughs> so uh, while you're eating s'mores and thinking about improv, mm-hmm. all right, so you like the Armando, which ironically is a long form, but it's a short form long form is what I'd call it, right? <laughs> um, and just thinking about your your career, your improv career so far, what are some things that you feel like you maybe struggled with early on that you've gotten better at now, eight months in? Um, that's a good question. Yeah. I, I wish I could do it sooner, but I think I'm now better at uh, establishing the relationships mm. and getting to the who, what, where. Yeah. Um, I still, you know, I wanted to get to that earlier and just get that kind of over with, but at least now I, I'm reminded to incorporate that at some point. Yeah. 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 It's like, Oh yeah. 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 We'll yeah. get around to it. And yeah. I think moving the scene uh, further is something I'm decent at. Yeah. Always, always. Yeah. And I think that goes hand in hand with relationship, right? Mm. Because oftentimes like a scene, like whatever activity or thing, like the, what that's happening Really, at the end of the day, most things are just about the relationship of the two people, right? Yeah. Whatever that is. And is the relationship going well? Is it going poorly? Mm-hmm. Do they secretly not like each other? Yeah. You know, all these questions. We're actually going to explore that a little bit in our game Gosh. later. Whoa. <laughs> You'll see a teaser for later in the episode. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So with Improv Grace, um, I want you to think about, because you, you, you started sharing a little bit how kind of like, um, just the experience and the changes that you've exp- you've had in your life, like mm-hmm. since the pandemic and kind of how improv has kind of helped you open up a little bit. What do you think about improv has helped you make those changes? I think just letting yourself go and just being free and mm-hmm. not caring what people think because you can't go wrong, really. Like yeah. There are certain rules that you can follow as a pro improviser, but you really can't mess up and... Yeah, you just feel liberated, and yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. what helps with the anxiety and everything else, and also with social anxiety. And mm. 
I feel like people think that they need to follow certain social cues. Yeah. And with improv, it's like, no, like, why do I have to do that? Why can't I just dance in a Ralph's, you know? (laughs) I mean, you definitely can. Yeah. 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 I like that a lot. Yeah. It just, it frees you up, free yourself up in class so you can free yourself up in other places. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So homework assignment for the audience, they Mm -hmm. should all go dance in a Ralph's, right? Exactly. If, if I dance in a different grocery store, is that okay? Okay. Okay. Just Ralph's. Ralph's. Okay. I'll make sure to go this weekend then. Perfect. All right. Thank you for that. But. Sure. I love that. And I think that's, that's a really interesting observation because I think oftentimes like everyone is so tight about everything. And I think whether that's like work or school or whatever mm-hmm. you do in your day to day, it forces you to be so uptight about things. Like I'm yeah. here, this is how I act. This is the only way I can act. And, you know, not to say like, there's definitely certain, you know, if you're at work, you maybe shouldn't be like screaming your favorite song at the top of your lungs while sitting at your <laughs> desk or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, if I did that, that might not go so well. But I think it, it goes down to like caring less mm-hmm. about others, right? And just being you. Yeah, being present yeah. is huge. And uh, I didn't realize how important listening is mm. in improv. And I think I've become a better listener too. Yeah. And surprisingly, a lot of people here like don't want to be actors or they just yeah. you know, have normal lives and- yeah. Uh, so I think it's their time to kind of come out of their shell and be free mm-hmm. after a long day of their mm-hmm. normal job. Yeah, this is their opportunity is cool. to dance in a Ralph's, yeah. you know. It's come to improv and be something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think the thing for me that I really liked about coming here is that everyone does different stuff. It's not just like, yeah, going to an audition later. Yeah. I've been in that class a lot <laughs> and I've been that person, so... <laughs> I like I like the variety of folks I get to meet here. Doctors and yeah. scientists and, you know, uh, warlords. It's crazy. You know, yeah. All the, yeah. 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 You know that warlord is in the about, Tuesday yeah. class? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, whoa, you just made a crazy arms deal. And then now you're here at now improv here. class. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're a merchant of death and yet you're hilarious. <laughs> it's, Who would have thought? No, all types of folks here at IFTP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think... I think that's a good point because oftentimes no offense to actors and those folks, but you know, having been one and sometimes still trying to be uh, sometimes a room full of them can be really off putting to someone who's not interested in doing acting as a career. Yeah. Like you go and be like, oh, these, these folks are, are something else. Do you feel like it's cause they're not trying to have fun? Like they're not having fun with it. They're yeah, more like, no, I need it, to do better. It's serious. Like I gotta be the best in here. Yeah. And if I'm not, I'm a failure. Mm. I mean, I've, I've been in improv classes with that mindset for myself. And I think I know when I came here, that was something I needed to like not try so hard. Yeah. It's like I started in the Wednesday class and when I showed up, I I was definitely like, all right, there's, there's a, there's a level here that we got to be at. And I was like, I'm the new guy. This is my chance to make an impression either good or bad. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I, uh, well, they don't let me in that class anymore. So <laughs> didn't go well. Yeah. So I just I ask about it. You know, I go, Yeah. Hey guys. Oh, I've seen you perform. You're amazing. <laughs> That's too kind. I You are. I'm lucky. I have some good folks I get to perform with. There's Matthew Moore, Liam Clancy, Jamie, Ben, They're Ava, Shelly, and a lot of I other awesome Shelley. folks. Gavin, oh, yeah. Micah, you know, tons amazing. of cool people. Yeah. All right. So Grace, um yeah. with improv. You've been in class for eight months. Is performing, now forgive me because I, I don't know off the top of my head. Have you done a show here? Is that something no. you're interested in doing? Uh, it's like a future goal? Do you know Sid? <laughs> Sid, I do know Sid, yes. I feel like him and I are very similar in that way. That Kindred souls. For us, it's, Kindred spirits, it's like, yeah. yeah, something we would dread doing. Mm. But I feel like if I did one, I'd, I'd want to secretly do another one. Yeah. That like no one could know about it. You know, yeah, it'd be like fun and painful at the same time. Yeah, you'd do it out of spite and be yeah. like, "Wait a second, like, fine, I'll do it." And then wait, that, that was, was kind fun. of fun. Yeah, but no, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. yeah, and I think yeah, I've I've had sit on the show and he's he talked about that. He's like, yeah, improv. He has an interesting relationship with improv, yeah. but I really respect it yeah. because it's something he does to push himself constantly, mm. which I think everyone should have something in their life they do yeah. to push themselves. And now that I said that, I don't know what I have in my life to push myself. <laughs> so uh, I need to go home and reflect Podcaster. a little bit. Podcast, yeah. But I enjoy doing this, you know. 
it's like, it's fun for me. <laughs> like I come <laughs> yeah. here, I get to sit down with interesting people and hear about their lives. Like that's, that's a dope gig, you know? Like, yeah. you know, you know, I do it for the fame and the glory the yeah. and all that, you know, the glory that comes with hosting an improv based <laughs> podcast. It'll blow up eventually. Yeah. I'm not it's, worried. It's pretty, the numbers we're doing, we're, we're killing it in a, I know we, <laughs> this show gets like ranked in like Ireland for some reason. Like we got to Ireland, Ireland. Yeah. We got a big, ever since Liam's episode, <laughs> he talked about it, that he's got like family in Ireland. Like it was like, you're on the, the chart. Like we're not a high ranking by any means, but we're on some chart in like comedy interview podcast, oh my gosh. Ireland. <laughs> like it's like the top 200. Like it's not, you know, we're not like, so, I'm famous in Ireland, or I will be. You will be. When, will be once this comes Ireland. out, uh, let it be known, folks. <laughs> I Shout out Ireland. Like, oh, top of the morning Ooh. to you. We love that you're listening, folks. That's um, great. Yeah, that's probably an awful Irish accent. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but thank you. Um, I'll leave it at that. All right. Sorry, I'm getting off task no, here, Grace. <laughs> All right. Um, so have you noticed, like, what you do with improv? Has it crossed over at all to like your day-to-day life, what you're doing, you know, career, school, whatever that yeah. is? Has there been, has there been a, any bleeding into, you know, an impact, if you will? I think now that I have discovered that I wanted to be a clinical psychologist, mm. back to the listening is super important. Uh, yeah. And I think that'll definitely help me to just sit there and be patient, listen, and really hear the person and not just, you know, yeah. not just listen, but really hear them. Yeah. I think that's going to be super helpful for me one day. Yeah. And I like tying it back to what you said earlier too, starting a group to like help people with high anxiety Mm -hmm. do improv. I think I really like that idea. Cause I, I mean, I personally have struggled with anxiety in different ways in the past. And uh, I definitely know like that can be something that can be debilitating at times. And thinking about like a a space that's just for people who are experiencing that or going through that to like help is like, I think improv could be such a, a useful tool. Yeah, and it's be so comforting to know that everyone yeah. there is also like nervous. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're in this together. Yeah. You know, like we're both, we both don't want to be here. Like we're <laughs> exactly. here, but don't want to yeah. be here. I think it could be really powerful. Yeah. And I think it's something I love about improv is that how it can help people. Because mm-hmm. I, helping people is really cool and really important. And, and it's just so unexpected, all the ways yeah. that it's helped me. Just, oh my gosh. Yeah just with like liberating me and also just, you know, helping me socialize with people and connect with them and just feeling more confident. It's just all these unexpected, great consequences of improv. Great, great consequences. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. I, great consequences. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. I want you to start that group. Okay. Cause there's some people out there that, you know, they need help and you might be the person to reach out to them and I hope so, you know, Help them out. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be really yeah. cool. I'm rooting for that for sure. I, uh, I'm big into that. Like impact <laughs> the people, right? Yeah. People means everybody. Exactly. Except for um, like space aliens. Yeah, they can. Or oh. dogs. Because dogs are not people. They're not. No. I'm a cat person, so. Oh, okay. Why don't you like dogs? What's up with that? They're too easy to like. <laughs> they could be any. They could go up to anyone and like, you're their best friend. Yeah. With a cat, it's not that way. That's it's like, true. you have to earn their love and trust. And yeah, it's like. Cat's love is conditional. I feel like <laughs> dog's love is unconditional. See, that's the thing though. It's yeah. like, you could, you could like slap them and they still like go and hug you and like lick you. And you know, yeah, with a cat, it's like. They're a little, they're a little goofy. Yeah. yeah. They're a little bit goofy. Yeah. The dog, it's like, you're the master with a cat. They're my master. True. Cats are like, I live in your house, but is it? It's their house and I'm just there to feed them. Yeah. Do you have a cat? I have three cats. (gasps) Nice. Tell me their names. Give me a breakdown. Okay. There's Winter. Winter. She is gray and fluffy. Nice. There's Autumn. (laughs) Love it. Um, She is orange. Orange. And she acts like a dog sort of. Interesting. Yeah. And then there's Daisy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got Winter, (laughs) Autumn, and then you not a... No. I was thinking spring or summer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's We had a theme going. I know. It's all right. All right. And what's... What's Daisy look like? She's, she started off white. <laughs> she, <laughs> Did she like fall into a puddle? Like Just like the older she got, she got like 
brown. She's like beautiful and has these Ooh. beautiful blue eyes. And yeah, that's she's cool. really pretty. Yeah. Wow. Daisy. Okay. Okay. All right. Daisy. She has like black Inter- boots. Sort of. That's cool. Your cat has shoes. No, no, no. Like well, fur shoes. Right. Sure. No, she's wearing like Doc Martens. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. All right. What, um, do you think, <laughs> do you think cats can do improv? Yes. Yes. I think so too. I think cats, the way cats play, is pretty wild. I think anyone and anything can do improv. Mm. Improv for the cat. And they're doing it and they don't even know. Okay. So Grace, I need you to start two improv groups. Okay. Uh, an improv group to help people who are, you know, working with anxiety, right? And then... One for cats. Improv for cats. So okay. one, one serious, legit group. And then one, um, let's say experimental group. <laughs> experimental group. Thank you for right. that suggestion. Yeah, yeah. I love I just, it. There, there's potential in both ideas. One a little more realistic than the <laughs> other, but it's good to explore your yeah. options. It's improv. There's nothing wrong. No. Yes, and yes. it, Grace. Go with exactly. it. Exactly. All right. I got a couple more questions for you, Grace. Okay. And we're going to jump into our games. Okay. Um, my first question. Um, thinking about your future in improv, right? You've been here eight months. That's a good amount of time to invest in this. Like, you have grown in skill. You've, you know, you've learned a lot of improv here. Like, you know, that that's some time invested. You're putting in hours. So do you have any goals or, or places you'd like to get to with improv? Whether that's, I don't know, trying something new, just a technique, mastering a game that you play. What does that look like for you? I want to get to a point where I feel like I'm good enough to be in a show. Hmm. Right now, I'm definitely not. And that's fine. And I acknowledge that. Like, you know, I would go up there and probably freak out and, you know, see the audience there and think, why did they pay to see me? No. <laughs> but I, but I, I want to feel like, oh yeah, I can go and like kick, kick butt and, uh, you know, do a great job and, yeah. you know, can't wait to be in the show. Yeah. So yeah. I want to feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, honestly, I think doing a show sometimes can be easier than class. Really? It really is. Oh, why is that? Yeah. I just think there's something about a show, like the energy of it and like everybody's so hyped up and mm. you can feed off the audience too, that it almost makes it easier. It, it moves so fast, but class, it's like, these are my peers. See, to me, that makes it easier. Cause mm. it's like, they know who you are. They know like, you know, how far you've come and where yeah, you started. That's and, true. You know, I, I just, peers are scary. You know, they're scary. They know your soul. <laughs> Is it like a competition sort of? Yeah. I mean, it's a competition. You're like, I don't want to suck tonight. That's true. Yeah. I mean, in a show, like sometimes something you think will suck can still end up being good. Oh yeah. And the audience is like, yeah. I once had a, a, a drama teacher tell me, and I don't know if this is true, but I sometimes think about it. She was like, Michael, audiences are dumb. <laughs> and I was like, that might be true. And like having been in many audiences, yeah. you know, I think audiences can be dumb sometimes mm-hmm. for the benefit of everyone there though, because you want a show to be entertained. You lower your expectations for everything because you want to hope for the best. Yeah, exactly. Right? So I think one other thing that uh, I just thought about that I mm. want to work on is just not going for the low hanging fruit of mm. just, you know, talking about sex or something like that yeah. where it's just yeah. easy and an I know people path. will laugh. Yeah. 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 Just having more sophisticated things to say. Definitely. Definitely. And I think that's a good goal to have because I, you're right. It's so easy to go for that low hanging fruit and, if you think about it, like within improv, there's so many avenues you can explore. Like we should all push ourselves a little bit, be like, Hey, like what ideas can we think of and come up with? And just on the spot, like really take our scenes to interesting places. So I think that's a really good goal. I know. I think I struggle with that too. Sometimes like I, I've done some improv scenes like with a stranger and then you just go for that in a scene and you're like, ah, that was dumb. Like this is, that's that person's impression of me now. I'm like, great, I'm like yeah. I can do more than that. I know more things. So that's a good, that's a good lesson right there. All right. Other question for you. Um, how would you, what would be your pitch to someone who hasn't done improv before they're new? They're like on the fence about it thinking about dipping their toe in, but they're not sure. You come up to them, you're like, yo, my name's Grace. Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, we're at my birthday party, and this is why you should do improv. (laughs) This, I literally do that to people. I go up to them and I'm like, this is why you should do improv. Yeah, what's your pitch? 
So I basically tell them like, oh my gosh, it's so much fun. You have no idea. You mm. get to meet a bunch of amazing people that soon become like family to you. Mm. You go up there and you do things that you never thought, you know, were possible to do. And then um, you get to just play a character and kind of leave your normal world and escape mm. into this fun world where you can be whoever you want to be and be wherever you want to be. It's just an escape for people. And I think that would mm. be appealing to them. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's an escape family. Like these are words that stuck out to me. I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. And it's, is it cringy? Absolutely not. What? Absolutely not. Ah, I only do cringy things actually. So (laughs) I guess I'm no longer interested in improv. All right. Well, thank you, Grace, for sharing on that. Um, We're rooting for you, all of us, the people of Ireland to start (laughs) that group. Okay. Okay. We're rooting for you. Awesome. All right. So Grace, uh, we've talked about some improv, but now we got to do some improv. Okay. So I've got three games for us that we're going to be playing tonight. And in this first game, uh, <laughs> and now like, I haven't said this out loud, but the name of this game is like kind of intense. It's called Suddenly. Okay. I, I hate you. Okay. Yeah. And uh, before <laughs> I explain the game, uh, you. can you give me just like a, a couple of like, What's a reason, maybe like a petty reason to dislike someone? You don't like their facial hair. Don't like I like your facial, facial hair. It's not why I said that. I was like, oh. It's not why I said that. I was like, okay. All right. Well, we got a scene. Yeah. Okay. So like you don't like their facial hair. Okay. hundred percent. hundred percent. All right. What else? Can you give me like two more? Two more. Just um, off the dome. Okay. Uh, like they chew loudly. They chew loudly. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, they smell. They smell. Yeah. That's, that can be tough. Mm. It can be tough, especially like fifth, sixth grade. Oh, it's yeah. a tough time the for worst. smells. Yeah. Uh, we, even though, you know, <laughs> just someone's <laughs> got to help out those kids. Help out the kids, man. Help the kids. Help them learn about deodorant. Just the sooner the better. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Like know yourself, smell yourself. You know what I mean? All right. Anyway. Okay. So those are some good ones. All right. So let's pick, mm, let's pick facial hair. Don't like their facial hair. All right. All right, Grace. So we're going to do a scene where one of us, uh, we're going to find a reason to hate the other person related to their facial hair. Whatever that means. (laughs) We're just going to go with hate facial hair for some reason. Okay. All right. And then um, I'll black us out when we're done. Okay. That's all we're going to get. Facial hair. Hate. Fred, I can't. It's just not working. Clarissa, what? I have grown out this handlebar mustache. And, you know, I've bought this vest because, you know, I'm working on becoming a biker. I know, and I, I respect that, but it's just so distracting. I feel like other bikers might run into you. Yeah, so they'll recognize me. Real recognize real, you know? Uh, yeah, and they might, like, sue you for an accident that might happen. I don't know. I'm just trying to protect you from your face. From my face? You don't, you don't believe in me, Clarissa. I do. I'm, just, I'm trying to help you out. Like, you know, we've been roommates for a while, and I feel like yeah. I could, you know, do something for you for once. But it... Yeah, what you could do for me is support me in my dream to join a biker gang. You know, I thought it would be important to yeah. get the vest, get the facial hair first. But I'm working on getting the bike uh, still. Yeah, um, it would work if you could fully grow it out. I could see that. I just, I, I mean, just don't see it for you. Yeah, I, I have to pencil it in a little bit, like every day yeah. before I go out. No, I've noticed that. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's like it's like a blonde handlebar mustache, so. It just, it depends on the lighting, okay? Clarissa, I think, I think you're just jealous that you don't have like a cool group. I'm you're, jealous? Yeah, you're jealous. You're jealous of what I have going on here. My you new, never invite me. Well, I, I just wanted to have something that was just mine you know as roommates we do a lot of things together like waffle wednesdays um 
Taco Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays. Muffin Mondays. Muffin Mondays. What are some of the other days that we do? Silly Sundays. Silly Sundays. Soup Saturdays. Soup Saturdays. I love them. Love them. What about Fridays? Oh, French Fry Friday. Or just Friday when we shorten it. We do a lot of things together. We do. Right? And I just thought maybe becoming a biker was my chance to, you know, branch out a little bit. Yeah. I just would, I, this is going to be embarrassing, but I, I kind of like doing things with you and I feel like you yeah, don't. Of enjoy. course. I mean, we still have every day of the week we do something. I just thought, you know, maybe a couple hours a week I could go hang out with, with, with the crew, you know, roll around. Yeah. Rev our engines. I just want to be part of it. I feel like you don't really think about my feelings when you go out. <sighs> You're right. I don't. I, I don't know. I just, isn't it maybe healthy for roommates to have some things they do like individually? No. No? No. Okay, well. Not when you're this close. You're right. I, I mean, I want to be a good roommate to you, Clarissa. You're like my brother. You're not my roommate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's familial at this exactly. point. Right. And like <laughs> blood runs thicker than water. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We, we say that and well, that's what the biker gang I want to join says. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell you what, if you can scrounge up a sweet denim vest. Okay. And uh, maybe a bandana. Okay. I'll do it. If you just one condition, you just, okay. I can help you. I shave off the handlebars. Just, you have to shave it off. It's not doing you any favors. Okay. I. As long as you think I'll still be able to get into a gang? Yeah. I mean, you have so many other great qualities. Why wouldn't they want you? You're right. You're like, right. You're I strong. Do. You're tough. Yeah. I, I love your outfits. I, I always lift the, the, the groceries in one trip when we bring them back. So impressive. In the store. That displays my strength. You could be like the leader. Yeah. You wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my mustache or lack of mustache won't even matter. It won't matter. No. Blackout. <laughs> I feel like I did it wrong. It doesn't matter. I loved it. <laughs> but no, <laughs> see, we went on, it, it was about the relationship, wasn't it? At the end of the day, all these weird aspects of our life, soup Saturdays, <laughs> just informed the relationship of these roommates. Yeah. So I'm all here for it. I think that was a stellar scene. <laughs> A stellar scene. And I appreciated, you know, you're a good roommate. You kept it real. Yeah. You, know, you kept it real. That's important. I'm not actually like that as a roommate. I hope not. Maybe maybe we all should be able to keep maybe it real should. with roommates. Yeah. You know, that's important. Sometimes I think people, myself included, you know, you let it slide with roommates because, yeah. well, they pay part of the rent. And that's important too. <laughs> but that's, that's life, I guess. All right. So moving on to this next game. What if, Grace? What if? So I want you to think about in your life a pivotal moment or a big decision that you made. Just think about it. It could be anything. No pressure. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Are you willing to share this pivotal moment, this life-altering decision you made? I will do, what if I never studied abroad? Yeah. Or never, I don't know. Okay. Where did you study abroad? In Paris. Just to get, okay, you studied abroad in Paris. Yeah. Paris, California? No. I don't know of any other, because that's not abroad. You you can just drive there. Yeah. It's like an hour. Yeah. It's like Paris, France. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Okay. I don't think I was there. All right. So we'll do a scene. Grace, what if you didn't study abroad in Paris, France? Okay. Um, I'll give us one suggestion maybe just to help us out. (laughs) Maybe that wasn't the best suggestion. Well, we're going to make it work, Grace. Okay. This is improv. We yes and. Okay. All right, Grace. We're in a... We're we're at a dry cleaner. Okay. And somehow this decision is going to come up in this scene. All right. Oh, miss, I have your, uh, I have your, your blazer that you dropped off uh, the other day. My what? Uh, your blazer 
that you dropped off the other day. I don't know why I'm speaking with French accent. Oh, you must have uh, studied abroad <coughs> in France. <coughs> no, I can hear no. it. Your accent sounds like, reminds me of back mm. home. I'm sorry, just, it, it left. That is very strange. So you come into the dry cleaner? Yeah. You're pretending to have the same accent as me? And then you cough and it goes away? I just, I want to sound like you. I see. Yeah. I see. I wanted to, like, go study abroad and everything in France. And now that I didn't, you know, I don't have an accent. I'm sad. That is a very big decision to make. You know, I had the opportunity as a young lad growing up in Paris. They said, oh, Francois, go study abroad in America. And I did not. No, you're smart. I think so. I wasn't. No, I think this could be a good decision. I want to tell you something about France, about Paris. Okay. Paris. I'm ready. It is, uh, it's overrated. I tell you why. No one says that. Well, I'm saying that right now. Okay. I'm going to set okay. down your okay. place. Okay. <laughs> I've been holding it. Thank you. Sorry. Look. You like living here in this, uh, we live in Los Angeles, yes? You like Los Angeles? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a fine place. It's fine. I tell you what, what are some of the things you like about living in Los Angeles? Like when sometimes there's no traffic, it feels so good. Yes. Um, there's lots of stuff to do. There's so much stuff to do. Like IFTP. I don't know if you know what that is. I don't know, I don't know that what that France. is. Uh, okay. In France, we, uh, we do not have this IFTP. Oh, yeah. IFTPois. Oh, IFTPois. IFTPois, as uh, we would say. Do you have like French improv? Uh, no. no. We, we do not believe in the improv oh, in France. That makes sense. It's too it's, silly. Uh, it's very silly. And we French are very serious people. It's too silly for France. Absolutely. In, uh, in Paris, we just focus, we meet about, uh, we're very serious, uh, we relax, seriously, we're very serious people. I feel like I would take my life more seriously if I lived abroad, I feel like. Yes, I we, just, we, yeah. we, that is very we. true. But I tell you this, okay. in, in France, there is no this improv, you say, do not care. We do not do it. We're serious people. Yeah. And this traffic, we love traffic in France. We say, oh, Paris is tourist destination. Yeah. We love the traffic it brings in. Yeah. We wish there were more tourists. More, yeah, more, traffic. more people to put locks on our bridges so they eventually collapse due to yeah. poor engineering. Mm. But you would not like it there, Grace. No. No, it's a bad place. I think I would love it. No, everyone you, talks about it. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I want to go here for my honeymoon and all that, and get no, married there." No, it's expensive. And how do you feel about cheese? I love cheese. Do you like the? What about a cheese that is stinky? I love it on baguettes. You like the stinky cheese? Have you ever had a cheese that needs deodorant? No. Some cheese that you need to slap some old spice on there. Maybe like one. And that was okay with you? But it was still tasty. Grace, I left France. I came here because I opened a dry cleaners business. I like the people I get to meet in this line of work. See, I feel like you made the mistake. Perhaps we both made the mistake. But that is okay. I tell you this. Okay. You do not need to go study abroad in this France. Okay. I will teach you everything you need to know about France. Really? You're willing to do that? Absolutely. But I need something from anything. you. Anything. I would do anything for that. I need you to... I need you to anything. help me understand why people like this American cheese. I'll try my best. I don't know if I have an answer right now, but I will, I will do my best. I will I do anything. Why is it taste like it's from a factory? <sighs> Maybe because it is. Blackout. 
This is why I'm not in a show. <laughs> hey, I, I set us up there for a challenging scene and you're committed, Grace. We both committed. And that's important. And I think when we listen to that back, there's some we'll good like, stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> and also, a French accent, I don't know why I did that because it's definitely one I struggle with. No, it sounded really good. I don't know. Maybe ask yeah, Sylvan. Uh, oh Sylvan, I'm sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> sorry. You're, you're a good person, Sylvan. And I used to be, and then I did that. <laughs> so it's been nice. Well, that's, I don't know if I'm a good person. I try. I try, but sometimes we fail. Um, no, we pushed ourselves, Grace. Yeah. We pushed ourselves. We got a little meta. Tried. Yeah. Um, so we've got one more scene we're going to oh play. Gosh. Okay. Um, Grace, have you ever been canceled? Yes. All right. Yes. Perfect. And you're ready for this scene. Uh, so in this scene, uh, it's called, That's Offensive. Okay. And uh, what we're going to do, we're just going to start. We're going to get a suggestion, uh, maybe of a relationship. And we'll just go from there. And at some point in the scene, I want you to say, to point out something I do that's offensive. Okay. Yeah. That's just going to happen. And then we're going to go from there. Okay. All right. Whatever that means. All right. So I'm going to give us a suggestion for a relationship. Um, you're a lawyer. I'm your client. It's our relationship. This game is called That's Offensive. I'll black us out when we're done. Oh, this is um, not good. It's not good. Uh, look, Jennifer Esquire. Do I have to say Esquire every time? Yes. Okay. It's just, all right. I am. Um, I guess I should be honest with you. So I. Yeah. I I did do it. I did. No. You did not. I did shoplift no. from the Old Navy. Is that the self-checkout? And I... Don't even tell me. I don't want to... Like, I don't want to hear it. I believed in you after your history of thievery. I mean, look, it's just... They had some good deals going on, but... I don't know. Sometimes there's just a thrill, you know, like just taking something uh, gets me going. Jennifer Esquire. Can I be honest? Yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of offended that you've never stolen from me. Look, it's, I have a nice house. You do. You do. And it, it, it's so kind of you to let us have our meetings here. And I'd be lying if I said I didn't eyeball a few of the things you have in your mantle. I have a pool. You Look at a- that. Look at that pool. Do you have a pool? No. You could steal my pool and you're not. Okay, that's... Tell me, Bernice, why? How am I going to steal your pool? I don't know. That's... That's a little ridiculous. I'm, I'm more into, like, you know, things I can shove into my pocket or a backpack or, you know, that's kind of my line of work, you know? like so you're I not to, pushing yourself. This is how you ended up in this mess in the first place. So you're, you're offended that I'm a small-time criminal? Yes. I need a... You need to break into my house. Okay, take it to the next level. Yes. But... But look, we're, we're in the middle of this case right now, right? Old Navy versus Bernice, right? You're supposed to defend me, but if I steal from you, how is that going to look to the I'd judge? Maybe I'd be honored to defend you if you stole something big. You think you'd actually respect me if I... Yes! Okay. This is insane. My lawyer wants me to steal from them. I... Am I asking too much? No, it... I mean, I want you to respect me. I want to respect you. But I haven't earned it. Exactly. My crimes have been, Too you know, small. petty theft, a cardigan here, a chapstick there. You're not living up to your full potential. I'm not living up me. to my full potential. Yeah, and you, I mean, I imagine as, as a lawyer, right, you probably, it's probably cool to have clients who are like, cool. Yeah. And I'm I have, I have Beyonce. I have Taylor. Yeah, they've done like s- some cool stuff, and All I of haven't. Them. Nothing. I, I, Give me something. I can see that now. I like take my watch here. I'm, just take it. 
It's too easy. Like, I don't want to be a blemish upon your career. I appreciate that, but... Yeah, you're... And I want to work with you. I really yeah. do. I see potential in you. Yeah, I want to give you a reason to defend me. Exactly. I want a reason. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Any ideas? Like, anything you really feel What's like that? feeling? Nice job. Is I'm it, proud of you. Is it all right that I took this urn? <laughs> Go for it. It's just my mom. Blackout. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. It's okay. You were someone else. You were a lawyer named yeah. Jennifer Esquire. At Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer. No respect. Yeah, no respect. No respect I mean, for mom. Honestly, that's kind of an awesome lawyer, just like egging on their client. Like, yeah, do more crimes. <laughs> like, at least have a rap sheet, you yeah. know? <laughs> give, give me something to work with here. I want a meaty court case. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Right? No, that's actually, that'd be horrible. <laughs> that if, would be horrible. If that yes. were reality. Like all lawyers are like, hey, just do something go big. harder. Yeah. And then we'll come back to court and, and sort this out. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Oh, man. Well, well done, Grace. Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing. Um, so before we wrap up tonight's episode, I want to give you the opportunity to leave us with some final words. It could be on anything. It could be on Taylor Swift, her legacy. <laughs> Um, and how it affects all of us. It could be on improv, on anything. Just have fun in life and enjoy yourself. And okay, this is something I recently discovered, right? Okay. I was at a boring dinner mm. and I wanted to leave. Yeah. And I just got up and left. You can do that. What? You can do that. Yeah. No way. The last thing I'll say is that fun equals one because you're a winner when you're having fun. Fun equals one. I was thinking like the number, but I know that's why that I makes so much more sense. And you just dropped the mic. Well deserved. That's a mic drop worthy line. So fun equals, equals one. one. Thank you. I can't top that. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much to Grace again for coming on the mm -hmm. show. We learned tonight that fun <laughs> equals, equals one. one. And you can just leave dinner at any, any dinner Anytime. at any point you can just leave. Does that apply to other meals? Anything. 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 If okay. you're bored, you can leave. Okay. You didn't leave this podcast. I wasn't bored. Oh, that would have been that would have been rough. I would have, I would have had to finish out the episode on myself. And oh man, right, well, thank you again to Grace for coming on. Thank you uh, for having me. Sharing about improv, playing some games, uh, debating Taylor Swift's legacy. These are all the important things one, important. one must do in life. Um, as always, you can find improv for the podcast on all platforms, including YouTube. Uh, you can see us. Uh, be lawyers and clients and do amazing <laughs> French accents in real time. But uh, as always, we'll be back again next week. And uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Improv for the podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans. Edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans. And finally, presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.